Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. Now, if you're listening to this, which I assume you are right now with your ears, I'm here to introduce a new structure to the podcast. Yay! I think this is podcast number 62 or something like that. We've been doing it for a while and it's been non-stop. Like, I have not taken a week off. It's one of the things I enjoy. You should already know that by now. But this time... And let's just see how it goes, because I might keep it up, is, well, this podcast is about called What the Hell is Your Inner Being? And we're going to be talking about your inner being, what the hell that is, and, you know, it's it's really fucking important for relationships, because it's like one of those things, it's one of these concepts that when you understand, it kind of just eases the tension, kind of makes things work a little bit more. But the new, po- uh, the new structure is, I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about, and then I'm introducing a new section to the end called Question Time. Question time, that name again is question time, um, which is going to be answering some your questions. And the reason why I'm saying your questions is because I fucking get a lot of questions from you guys. And so it would be really good if I could get back to you guys. And I do, and I try, and I'm doing more live videos on Facebook and stuff like that now as well. Uh, I'm trying to do two a day now. Let's do it. But the key thing here is, is that some questions I like and some questions I don't like. Some questions I like because I think they come from a really good place. And some questions I don't like, and I just don't think they come from a good place. Now, in the past, I've let that kind of disagreement affect my question-answering process. So I'm going to try and do those questions, if I allow myself to do them, from a good place. That if there is, for example, in question time, we've got these three questions that I'm going to be answering in the question time today. That is, how to get your boyfriend to express his emotions more. Ooh. The next one is, how to ignite passion in your own life. Wow. And then the last question is going to be, how to tell if he's a player. Oh my. So with these questions, if you are looking forward to hearing the answers to these questions... Please, you're going to have to wait till the end of the podcast, because now in the meantime, we're going to be talking about inner being. This is one of those like esoteric, deeper kind of stuff. You know, I'm a fucking geek when it comes to relationships, and I I would like you to be one too. If you kind of understand the, the fucking depth of the things, like the nuance, all that kind of stuff, things just seem to work out. You know, some people like to say, why do I need to know about this kind of stuff? It just works. And I like to say, well, if you're a sailor and you're navigating the seven seas, if you don't know what a storm looks like, when a storm comes your way, you're going to be in a bad time. So this kind of stuff, the stuff that I'm sharing here, I like to think, and and look, I I fucking, like, I'm a crazy motherfucker. I, I test this stuff. I see it in other people's lives. And I scour the world looking for the best kind of stuff when it comes to relationships, kind of figuring it ourself out, and also when it comes to just life in general, because wouldn't it be good if life just worked? And so the stuff that I always teach you, the stuff that I give you, this is the stuff that works. It's the stuff that works that if you're having a really bad day and you're just just really suffering internally, well, you still would like the relationship to work. You don't want your relationship to be a dumping ground because pretty soon you'll dump something that'll hurt your partner and then your partner will realize that's all I'm there for. I'm a fucking therapist. Why am I here? So this is why we talk about the inner being. Because in the inner being, we also bring in the concept of freedom of suffering from relationships. So if you are really unsure of what I mean by the inner being, and this is going to be my like new shtick for a little bit. So buckle up and get used to it. But by inner being, I mean your inner monologue, your inner dialogue, the part of you that is talking consistently 
and generally has some good ideas and is looking out for you. Some people call this instincts. Some people call this your higher mind. Some people call this God. Some people call this the universe. Some people call this law of attraction. Some people call this just who you are. And for now, for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to be referring to it as your inner being. The part of you that knows. Well, the part of you that would like to know and the part of you that is a really good navigator of life and relationships. Because the thing is, I see this. A lot of you guys, because I'm watching, I'm, uh, I'm there. A lot of you guys aren't trusting your inner being. And what I mean by that is, so you have an idea, or you have an instinct, or you have just something that you think you should do, and then you completely disregard it because of some preconditioned idea. For example, in my own life, what was this? I told someone this the other day, and it was really, you know, when I grew up, here's the thing. When I grew up, I thought I was a forgetful person. Why? Because, you know what, I love my mom, but growing up, she told me I was a forgetful person, and maybe only she said it once or twice, or I don't know, but it burned in my head. So suddenly, as a result, growing up, this is from my own example, my own life, and maybe you'll relate to this, and maybe you'll get your own lesson from this, but I thought I was a forgetful person. So suddenly, because of that preconditioned idea, I assumed that I just couldn't trust myself. That when it came down to things, I should not, I, I, you know what? It's like, why would I trust myself? I'm just a forgetful person. It was only later in life that I realized everyone's a forgetful person. Everyone is. We remember the details that are important to us. For example, if you drive a car, do you remember every street sign that you've driven across or driven past? No. You know, there is a thing in NLP, neuro-linguistical programming, that says humans, we are deletion creatures. In order to stay sane, we delete information. You don't remember everything. You don't remember every time you scratched your ass and every word you said to someone else, but you might remember the most important things. For example, in my own life, I don't remember every time I've gone and, you know, unlocked my car and sat in the car, but I definitely remember the times where I've gone to unlock my car and sat in the car and someone's broken in and tried to steal something. And one time they left a pair of sunglasses. I think they lost out on that one. But so with this terms of inner being, right, it's it's really important to kind of understand it. There is a part of you that fucking knows. There is a part of you that we have to fucking trust because if we don't trust this part of you, who will? This is self-love. This is self, you know, being nice to self. There's all the stuff that I've been talking about, but it's just another way of looking at it where when it comes to your inner being, the part of you that knows, if you doubt yourself, you suddenly start to lose confidence. So this is why I say freedom from suffering in relationships because first of all, you know, it's really funny. Like, I remember reading a little comic about this. And the comic was a little guy, and he's talking about how he was pursuing uh, enlightenment. You know, and he's, he's taught, thinking to himself. And then he kind of realized, but no one ever questioned the pursuit of enlightenment itself. No one ever questioned the pursuit of happiness itself. We've almost been sold on this idea. It's a really good idea, but we've still been sold on it. And so I bring this idea up just because... You know, there's a lot of things out there that try and soothe suffering. But whoever said it was a bad idea? Whoever said suffering was bad? Sure, you don't want your bones broken. But when you break your bones, you learn how to not to break them or you'd assume that you didn't. You know, when you go through something hard and painful, 
whoever assumed it was a bad thing. You don't want to be there because it's painful, right? But whoever assumed that it was the end of the world, whoever assumed it was something that you shouldn't, like, that you should avoid. Because here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing about your inner being. Do you want to be in pain? No. There's, there's a subtle difference. There's a nuance with what I'm trying to say here. What I'm trying to say here is let's not avoid suffering. Let's not try and avoid it because often when we avoid something, we bring more of it into our life. You know what I mean? It's like we we avoid suffering, so we we we, we don't look at. It's like you, you don't you don't want to like crash your car into the wall, so you look at the wall and ultimately steer your car into the wall. So that's why I say let's not avoid suffering. But when it comes to inner being, do you think you want to be in pain? My answer is no. Do you think you want happiness? My my guess is yes. And here's the thing. If, if I ask you these questions, like, for example, what is better, excitement or disappointment? What is better, happiness or sadness? What is better, being in alignment and knowing what you want or being out of alignment and just being really apathetic? You might, I would guess that most people would answer the same thing. It's the thing that feels better. So here's the thing about your inner being. It knows. It knows what's good for it. It knows what's bad for it. And it knows that sometimes we have to go through suffering in order to get some deeper lesson. You know, let's put that aside. But it knows how to fucking navigate life. So why the hell are you guys not trusting your inner being? Well, my guess is sometimes someone along the way didn't listen, you know, didn't, uh, you know, uh, how do I say this? They, uh, you didn't, they, they told you off. You know, there's someone on Instagram, I'm streaming this live, says, my ex told me I'm not forgetful, I just don't care about the details of others. That's a really good mindset. I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. But it's interesting because we for, we we listen to other people's inner beings over our own. And sometimes if you listen to other people's inner beings, they often think you should just stay exactly where you are. Look at a TV show. Look at a sitcom. They always return. Now, I'm not anti-TV. You know, I, I think I, I think that, you know, television and all that kind of stuff has its place. But here's the thing, right? Most sitcoms, the point of a sitcom, if you don't know this already, the point of a sitcom is to return to the status quo. You know, look at every Seinfeld episode. 90% of the time, sure, there's a few things that, you know, add some excitement to it by propelling a universal plotline forward. But 90% of the time, the episodes of Seinfeld always return back to how things were. The characters rarely move. There's rarely any drama that does not bring them back to it was. And so it's almost like that. We are being conditioned to come back to this status quo. This status quo about who and where and what we should be. So this is the thing. Is What I'm trying to suggest here is that you listen to your inner being most of all more than what you listen to other people's opinions. Even my opinion. That's the worst thing I can say for business. You should listen to me because I have all the answers. No, if what I say does not align with what you say. Oh, it's so funny. This person online said he was an asshole for saying that. No, he wasn't. He's what he was trying to say was when you say my ex told me I'm not forgetful. I just care about. I just don't care about the details of others. What he's trying to say was, you were. You care. You are. You are more introspective than extrospective. Out, outrospective. When you say that you are, you're not caring about the details of others. That's not a bad thing. 
You gotta sort your inner world out before you sort sort your external world out. This is your inner being. You gotta sort your shit out first. You don't get... This is the thing that I say all the time. You either have what you want or you're getting ready for it, which is very a simple truth. You know, if you're not happy internally, how do you, how the fuck do you expect to make someone else happy? And then there are people who manage to get into a relationship while being unhappy, and guess what? That's an unhappy relationship. And then I'm the person at the end who has to smop up the mess. And you'd do me a great favor if we just got it right the first time. In fact, there was one person on Instagram, I offered them a free call, and they said, great, I'm going to wait for the next asshole to come along, and then I will ask for your help. And I said, aye, that is not how it works. You don't wait for yourself. You don't wait till you're bleeding from a gunshot to learn how to avoid a gunshot. You learn it now. You figure it out now. You learn, I can't remember who said this, learn what's hard when it's easy. This is why I'm a fucking dork and nerd when it comes to relationships. I, and this is why I want you to be this as well. I want you to understand that there is this deeper level of thinking, a much more conscious level of thinking, a much more deeper, much more conscious way of looking at it. Because when you understand it at this level, things just work. It's like, for example, you can say he's an asshole, he's a jerk. All men are idiots. And I go, really, all men? I guess I'll get the fuck out of here. That's that's one of the worst things you can say to me, by the way. Like, it's so funny. Some people come to me because they just want to complain about their partner. They go, all men are idiots. And I go, really? And I don't want to be here anymore then if you think all men are idiots. I guess I'm a man. So, just as a random thing, I identify as human first. Human. And I, I really would like you to do that as well. That's up to you, but I think if we put humans above gender, then all of a sudden things start to work out because you kind of realize we're all on the same spectrum together. Anyway, so let's talk about your inner being and why I mentioned that, and then we can get into question time. Question time, that name again is question time. So, I like to think of the mind, or the body, the heart, the whole soul, the, 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 the fucking who you are, as an input-output machine. Now, your mind is a perfect problem-solving machine. We've talked about it before. It'll always solve the problems given the information that you have. That's why you should trust yourself. Now, your input versus your output is a very interesting thing. Watch a lot of junk media. Eat, for example, eat a lot of junk food. Then suddenly your body, a representation of your inner being becomes a junk food vessel, you know, it becomes all blotchy and things and maybe a little bit less appealing to yourself and to other people. So the interesting thing here is what we input dictates our output. So it's like the the media you consume, the movies that you watch, the people that you talk to. And what I'm not saying is cut out all in, out input. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is when it comes to external forms of input, be selective. Now then here's the next step. Then people get a bit particular, right? They say you should alter your input, right? Alter your input. Then they say, read books. There's, what is his name? Ty Lopez. Read a book a day. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I went through a phase where I did something like that. You know, I, I went nuts. I consumed a lot of audiobooks and actual books and all that kind of stuff. And I became a very wise and well-read person. But you know what the real gift I gave myself was? And the real gift you can give yourself is and all this kind of stuff? is putting your inner being, your inner dialogue, your inner monologue, your inner feelings as the greatest form of input possible. 
In fact, this is where the words alignment come from. For example, if something doesn't allow you to listen to your inner being, then don't watch it, don't read it, don't talk to that person. You will know because it'll, it'll feel like it's a distraction from who you are. But when it feels like it's not, when it adds to who you are or it helps you explore that, you'll know you're in the right place. That's the beauty of it. For example, you can be in a relationship with someone and you can be like, yep, yeah, this is great. I love this. This is so great. This feels in alignment. I just, I just love talking to this person. It feels really good. We're creating a synergistic relationship. I just feel so much more energy afterwards. Oh my God. Or you can be like, why am I here? I just don't feel great. Listen to your inner being. This is the, this is the thing, right? Uh, and I'm going to be answering this before. How do you tell if he's a player? Do you feel good around him or not? <laughs> like, that's the thing. Your inner being knows. You want to feel good. You will know if you trust that part of yourself. So that's the little bit of your inner being. Just a little bit. Just a sample. So before we get into question time, it's time for some shameless self-promotion. But remember, if you want to know question time, we're going to be talking about how to exp- uh, get your boyfriend to express more emotions, how to ignite more passion in your own life, and how to tell if he's, in a pl- he's a player. So if you want the answers to those questions, stay tuned for just a moment. But... For now, I want you to, if you're interested in learning, I want you to listen to this. If you're interested in exploring your inner being, if you're interested in getting in touch with that, if you're interested in reinventing yourself, if you're interested in understanding who you are as a deeper person, please apply for a free call with me. It's called a discovery call. Why? Because you're on an adventure. A discovery call with me. It's one hour. You do probably the best fucking hour. Of, uh, some people have said it's been the best thing they've done all year. And you know what? It's halfway through the year and we got some more stuff to go. So if you're interested in that, go to www.loveonmyterms.com. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself. I this is, I made a little cute little um, cartoon banner that you're going to see on my website and stuff from now on or for, for a period of time until I replace it. That basically, the reason why we do it is so we can help you have better relationships with other people and more importantly, a better relationship with yourself. That's the key. Remember, it's your inner fucking being. So, time for question time. The first question is, how to get your boyfriends to express his emotions more? Now I'm going to be a bit of a, a bit of a stickler here. And especially if you're the person listening to this. Because you asked me specifically to keep this anonymous. And I get it. You know, because your, your partner knows that you listen to me. But here's the thing. Here's the motherfucking thing. If you want your partner to express his emotions more, you got to express your emotions more. Why the fuck? Why, why the fuck? Why the fuck are you hiding the fact that you asked me a question? Shouldn't that be something of pride? The thing is, we... You have to you have to realize this, that we condition, and this is something that if you work with me, you'll understand, we condition other people into relationships with us. So for example, if you think your partner does not express his emotions, he can only ever express his emotions to you as deep as you can express it to him or as deep as you can express it. So the reason why I say this is because, for example, if there are topics you avoid, like if you're trying to ask me how to get him to express himself more, and you're avoiding saying, hey, I'd like you to express yourself more, because that's a part of you that you want to express to him, then he's never going to know. But a friend might come along, a new person might come along, and has that depth, 
has that depth, their ability to express, and as a result, he just finds himself expressing himself more. So it's interesting. It's the What I find is, this is a really beautiful way of looking at it, is who we are is not only a reflection of our inner being, but it's also a reflection of who we're talking to. For example, you would, you'd probably, I don't know, it's up to you, but you probably wouldn't talk to a, like a one-year-old the same way you talk to your grandparents. You know, different people, different experiences, different things. But the key, the fucking key metric here, if you want something to influence, to control, to understand, it's all about opening yourself up to emotions. Now, in my six-week program, this is what we do in like, what is it, week five or something like that? And I find it's really powerful when we get you in touch with what openness means to you. Other people then simultaneously open up. You don't want to just look at your partner opening up, your boyfriend opening up. You want to look at everyone opening up to you, right? How one person treats you is often how everyone treats you, only it's a lot more intense in your intimate relationships. So you want to look at the way all people listen to you. And you know what? This is this is what I've done. When I first discovered this, I not only had an uh, enhanced my relationship with my mother, but my grandmother, who I barely, we barely speak the same language. You know, it's it's really interesting. My friends, my family, even my clients, for example. This is the thing. This is the one metric, is learn to express your emotions more. How do you expect him to open up if you're not opening up to him? And then you say, but I am open. Then why did you ask me this question? And why did you ask me to keep it anonymous when the, the thing is with him? That it's like, but I want you to fix it with him. I'm here to help you fix it. That's the key. So the second question is, how to ignite passion in your own life? Now, this was one that was asked me from Instagram. I didn't fully understand it, but I'm going to do my best to under- to get it. What I think you mean is how to how to make your life more passionate. Let's just figure out what you like. Figure out what you like. Figure out what you don't like. Listen to your inner being. And also simultaneously, don't be afraid of the negative places in life. For example, if you are... You know, if you want passion for money, if you want to increase your bank account, sometimes you got to be led to a situation where you're poor in order to fucking put fire up your ass. Like, that's just how it rolls. Sometimes, for example, if you want love in your life, you got to be led through a situation where it's painful in order to realize that you want more love. Sometimes that's just how it is. So if you want passion in your own life, follow your inner being. Do what you think is most natural, most organic, all that kind of stuff. Your path of least resistance. If you've ever seen one of those little, those entrepreneurship, like, Diagrams where it's like, what people think entrepreneurship is, a straight line. And then there's like, what it really is, is like a squiggly line. That's life. That's love. That's everything else. That's it. So let it, I just realized my thing was not on do not disturb. Um, then let it follow its path of least resistance, which is whatever it needs to do, whatever your inner being says for you to do. Sometimes if you want to be so active in your life, you need to be led to a part where you are lazy and you hate it. You know, there was one point in my life, for example, where all I was doing was watching YouTube. And that's when I discovered, trust your inner being. There's one point in time where I realized I was being an asshole to myself. And that's when I discovered, be nice to yourself. All the stuff that I teach you, I do not give out information, ideas, lessons, stuff that I coach. I do not coach something that I have not already done or solved in myself. It is just how it works. So we got to do that. The third thing is, and here's, here's, here's the thing. If you're single and you want people to like you more, listen to your inner being. Because when you listen to your inner being, right, if you create a strong bond with that part of you, 
more people are more likely to listen to that as well because it reverberates. It echoes inside you. And when you connect with someone else, it's like a fucking beam that hits other people and they just cannot be, they just cannot be uh, help, but be bewitched by your words. I've often had people talk about my my coaching and the way that I speak as intoxicating. And so I want you to be intoxicating to other people. And this is how you do it. And you also do it by working with me. So the last question is how to tell if he's a player. Now I, I put in brackets already with my thing. You're doing it wrong if you're looking for players. Here's the thing. You look... Look for problems, you find problems. Look for solutions, you find solutions. This is why I didn't necessarily like ask uh, um, this question. But to just be specific, if you want to know he's a player, no, 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 no. I don't. I can't. I can't answer that question. It's just so painful for me to answer. How to tell if he likes you? Mmm, wouldn't that be good? Because you can convert a player. You can convert a player, and I've seen this, and I've helped people do this. So instead of looking for someone. If he's a player, you want to do the same thing that would, you want to just focus on how to make someone like you, how to connect with someone. And that comes down to depth of who you are. That comes down to knowing. That comes down to expressing. That comes down to presence. Helping people feel you. Understanding what's unique about you rather than what's just generic about you. Because if you come across as generic, if you just come across as someone who just fits in the crowd, then to someone who just likes to sleep with the crowd, there is going to be no distinction between you or someone else. That's a very key thing here. So this is why I'm always like, we get in touch with you, 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 because if you're someone who just keeps bumping into players, then one, there's obviously something about you that keeps bumping into players, you're looking for them, you're, you're very practiced at it, you got a sixth fucking sense to look for players, but at the same time, we don't want to practice that. You know, what do you want to practice? Do you want to practice being happy or being sad? Do you want to practice looking for players or do you want to practice like fucking making great relationships? That's the difference. It's a difference. But you might say, but I keep it in place and I just want to know the answer. This is the answer. Don't worry about if he's a player or not. Don't worry about that. The answer is worry about how to be distinct. Worry about how to be you. Worry about getting in touch with your inner being. Worry about identifying who you are and worry about the depth of your fucking soul. Because when you are in touch with that, it's very easy for other people to connect with that. You'll stand out, you'll be part of the crowd, and you will, as we said before, how do you get your boyfriend to express more emotions? You express your emotions. Get in touch with that, love that, recognize that it's okay for you to express those things because the more you do, the more other people will recognize that it's okay to, and those people who might be considered a player will realize that it is not in alignment for them to be around you, with you, talk to you, so as a result, they will fade away. They will disappear, and wouldn't that be nice? So thank you so much for listening to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your boy, motherfucking Harvey Hook. This has been an amazing podcast, which has been going for approximately 27 minutes and 29, 30 seconds. If you did like this podcast and you are listening to this on something where you can leave a review, please leave a review. I cannot stress that enough. That fucking helps me. Like... You guys are like, oh, it's a good podcast. I'm just going to apply it. It's like, no, support the butt that supports you. If you like my stuff, 
fucking tell me, leave reviews, all this kind of stuff. If you don't do that, I'll eventually run out of steam and I'll burn out. And there have been times where I've almost done that. I swear to God, where I'm like, I'm going to fucking throw in the towel and I have not. Why? It's always been one person that has just come across and said, you, your stuff's really helped me. And I go, I just got to keep going. So be that person. Fucking help me out. I'm one human being. You know, I have people I outsource to, but I'm one human being. I have done everything. And I swear, I, I, I hate saying this, but I've done everything in the business. Everything. The graphic design you see, the website that I built is all me. The, the thing that is like the, you know, like the learning portal that I have, the, um, the, the, what do you call it? The, like where you log on for those people who bought a program. You log on and it has like a thing with all the programs of mine that you've bought and the ones that you haven't. I made that. I don't know how to program, but I figured it out. It's all me. I'm one human being. So please help me help you. If you don't do it, I'll run out of steam and well, I don't know where I'll be. So that was it. If you do want to work with me one-on-one, which is another way of helping me, by the way, please go to www.loveonmyterms.com. You can apply for a call. It's a discovery call where we can discover a new adventure awaits and all that kind of stuff. If you are a nerd of relationships, if you just want to figure it out or if you're just trying to help yourself or if you're sick and tired of where you are and you want to go somewhere else, that's where you got to do it. So apply now. Do it. Email me, harvey at gethimhook.com if you want to ask me more questions, things like that. And I'll be trying to do more live videos in general. So thank you so much for listening. And you have been an amazing human being today by listening to me for almost 30 minutes exactly. You are a beautiful person and happy, happy loving. Bye.